I just thank you for the gift because you give good gifts. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you. Amen. Amen. Well, welcome to the afternoon session. If you'd like to find a seat, you can. If you'd like to find a seat on the floor, you can. We're going to invite uh, John Crowder to come up here in just one second, but I want, I have to ask, how many of you have read his book? Let me see your hands. Put them up way high. Way, way high so I can see them. How many of you have not read this book? That should be the rest of you. There we go. All right. Or how many of you are working your way through it right now? Okay. That should be everybody then. You've either read it, you have not, or you're in the middle somewhere. The New Mystics, we have it out at the product table. You can get your own copy, then you can at least be one of the people who are working your way through it. And then you can be one of the people who have read the book. I've gotten to spend a little bit of time with John even today. As I introduce him, I just want you to know this is, this is a man who is being used by God to absolutely draw you out of complacency to draw you out of kind of like the status quo that that we feel like we're stuck in and to call you to life the life that you were destined to live the life that God designed us to live to walk in the power the signs the wonders the miracles that are supposed to be the status quo, that are supposed to be the normal life. So if you are tired of the everyday, the boring, the somewhere in between here and there, I'd like you to join with me and welcome John Crowder as he stirs us up, encourages us. And maybe, maybe John, maybe you'll reach a hand out and yank a couple of us out and get us right into the life that we're supposed to be living, the life that God designed us to live with power, signs, miracles, wonders. Ladies and gentlemen, John Crowder. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, yo, yo, yo. I think I'm going to wreck because... You know, they, they say when you, you put two, two users together. And see, when Winnie gets up here, and then you expect me to get up and say coherent words later, afterwards. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, dear Jesus. Oh, Lord. Hoi, hoi, hoi. Yes, Lord. I've learned a, a quick prayer. I'll teach it to all you really quickly. Okie dokie, Lord. Okie dokie. Lord, I love your heavy, drunken glory. Lord, I love it. Lord, thank you, Father, for more of the heavy, weighty, drunken glory in this house today. 
favorite little bit of you, Jesus, <laughs> is the bliss, is the joy. You know, Isaiah 35, it says, you will be overtaken by joy. That means taken over by joy. That means possessed by joy. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Lord. Uh, sometimes the Lord, the, I used to have a teaching gift. <laughs> I now have a, a good gift of uh, getting struck mute in the middle of a service. One of those few guest speakers who you invite in and then you may not be able to speak. <laughs> huh. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Lord. Well, today, um, just invite, we just thank you, Lord. That we have these little fat friar tuck bartender angels that travel around with us. And they wheel in the barrels from heaven. Some healing angels that come. But let me tell you, these little fat friar tucks, they start yanking on your legs, yanking on your arms. You better watch out. You know, we need a little help around here. I think it's okay to talk about the angels in the church. Amen? Yoing, yoing, yoing. Help. We need somebody. Help. I mean, if we think we can get along, oh, just, let's just focus on Jesus. Don't talk about the angels. Just focus on Jesus. Don't talk about human beings or animals or any other creature the Lord's created. <laughs> I think maybe we need to learn a little bit more about the spirit realm. What do you think? I think maybe the more our eyes are opened up to that realm of his glory, hoi, 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 mm, things are going to be a little more easier, a little more cream and butter on our feet. Oh, thank you, Lord. Whoa. Lord, I want to do it your way. I want to do it the highway. I want to do it the right way. I want to, I want it to get done. Hoing, hoing. <laughs> Lord, I, I just want to, I, you know, your efforts are not necessary. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Say my efforts are not necessary. I think this morning a little bit about the ecstasies of God. There's a realm of God's glory uh, of signs and wonders that are being poured out. We're seeing just incredible stuff everywhere we go. I mean, I was just in uh, uh, South Carolina this week. And, uh, you know, me, the great healing revivalist, I catch the flu. And I'm up there and I'm, I'm, I'm preaching and I've got the flu. And I'm just thinking, Lord, because people are, are like losing weight, weight loss miracles. People are like holding their pants out, um, metal pins and things melting legs, people getting healed, and I've got the flu. And I, Lord, I'm praying for all these people, and I'm seeing all these miracles, but Lord, why won't you touch Johnny? Why don't you put some in Johnny's plate? Lord, Johnny, Johnny's hungry for a meal. Lord, give Johnny his. Yoing, yoing, yoing. You see, you gotta understand, you already got yours. Say, just, you just gotta, you, you, why work for what you've already got? You've already got it. <laughs> we just gotta get gotten. Lord, I just get, just get me. Just get me, come, Lord, get me right now. We just want to be overwhelmed, over, over, absolutely whacked, slosh, slippity slap. Just fill us up, Lord God. We want to, we want to just ride, Lord, that glory train. I thank you, Father, that what's happening is not a work of man. It is not a traditional work. It is not going to be in the bounds of con, of tradition, conventionality, or religion. Not man-made formula. Not theological or doctrinal understanding, Lord God. But what you're releasing, the mysteries in that realm of heaven. It is a wildfire. It is a fire that is under our control. It is going to spread where it wills. And Lord, we ask that you would come and fully possess us, fully use us. I thank you, Lord, that we are a wildfire generation that is going to be absolutely consumed by the bliss of heaven, the ecstasies of God, and the fullness of the truth of the living God. We're... Oh, Lord, we just want to... <laughs> 
So all I have to say, I mean, I like miracles. <laughs> Earlier this year, we were in uh, we were in Cleveland, Ohio. A lady's plastic eye, glass eye, I don't know, artificial eye, she began to see through it. We were in San Diego, California. A guy would, I mean, we see deaf ears open up all the time, but this guy with no hole in his ear started to hear, right? And he still didn't have a hole in his ear. <laughs> he heard, but no hole. The hole didn't grow. He just got his hearing. Hearing with no parts. <laughs> A couple weeks ago, I'm just going to tell you guys a few stories to whet your appetite. Uh, just a couple weeks ago, I was, uh, you know, how I many of you guys know Je- have heard Jeff's bilocation story where he showed up two places at once? All right. Do you know throughout church history, there have been many saints who show up more than one place at a time. Like you show up, two of you, two Johnnies, two Jeffs, right? So we've been pressing in for this for a while. Lord, we want to bilocate, revelate, levitate, you know, third heaven. Just give it all to me. I want everything, Lord God. I want everything from it. Just pour it out. Dump it on, you know, I want it. And so, so we've been pressing in for this for a while. I showed up in Ireland, although I was in Georgia. This just happened a few weeks. Happened actually on my birthday in August. I wake up, and uh, uh, I didn't even know this, but my, uh, uh, some associates of ours were in Ireland. We were supposed to go to a meeting in Ireland. Associates are there. They're preaching in Ireland. And, uh, and he looks over, and, and they had been feeling like I was there all day. They were kind of joking around. They were like, the spirit of Crowder is here with us today. You know, like the spirit of Elijah. Is it, I'm not Elijah. <laughs> and he looks over, and then, and then there I am. I'm standing in the meeting, and he's surprised. He thought that I had actually just, you know, changed my ticket, come anyways, because I was originally supposed to be in Ireland with these guys. And so, uh, and then he looks again, and then I disappeared. And he says, that's strange. So he tells everybody, that's really strange. I just saw Johnson. And then he looks, and there I am again. And so I appeared there, but I was actually in Georgia at that time. You listen, guys, there's a realm in the spirit where all things are possible. There's a realm in God's glory that's outside of physical, you know, limitations and possibilities, outside of the natural laws of physics, outside of the laws of gravity, outside of the laws of this physical universe. You see, Jesus talked about a generation uh, through Isaiah. Isaiah prophesied that there was a generation without eyes to see or ears to hear or hearts to perceive because they were walking under a cloud of stupor. It's literally walking under this cloud of living by natural limitations. Because we disbelieve in the greater reality, which is this realm of the God's spirit. You see, that reality is more real than everything around. Everything around you is Plato compared to the solidity of that realm and the reality of that realm. And you see, uh, things like bilocation, showing up multiple places at once. My, my wife, that morning uh, when, we, when I bilocated, she had a dream that we were planting two seeds. <laughs> we were planting two seeds at the same time. How, how would you like your work to uh, suddenly multiply? How would you like to multi-locate? And all of a sudden, there's boom, boom, many of you clone me, you know? <laughs> oy, oy, oy. <laughs> Guys, there, there's such a realm of the supernatural. But, but, you know, above it all, I mean, I will take any day over the week, uh, uh, you know, I'll take over a miracle, I'll take the heavy drunken glory. You see, that, that is the secret source of success. Get whacked. Stay whacked. Never go back. So let's just buckle up our safety belts this afternoon. Well, we want to go deep into the throes of divine ecstasy. Lord God, we want to go into a realm of Holy Ghost bliss. Oh, Jesus. We want to be taken outside of ourselves. We want to be taken to such a place in the spirit, Lord God, that was reserved for us. Even in the beginning, it says in the scriptures that heaven and earth were created in the beginning. There was a time slot called in the beginning when heaven and earth were created. They were created together. Heaven.
billions of years ago, heaven and earth were created together because Adam was intended to explore the heavens even as he explored the earth. You were made to be spiritual people living out a natural existence, exploring heaven, exploring earth. Heaven is your home, guys. Hoy, hoy, hoy. Philippians 3, you are citizens of heaven. So why are we spending so much time in Harrisburg? We are going to be a people that are so whacked out. Actually, there's coming a corporate trance on the body of Christ. (laughs) Coming to brainwash us. And many of us are literally going to be caught into ecstasies, caught into trances where we will be taken out. I mean, people, some of your friends will think you're comatose. Many of the Christian mystics throughout history, they would go so whacked out in trances that their spiritual directors didn't know whether to call the doctor you know, the morgue or what? Sometimes people would, they would go into such heavy ecstasies and deep soaking prayer that they lost like their vital signs, like their heartbeat. They didn't know if they thought they were dead. And then since many saints, it was as if they died over and over and they come alive again, but they were just ecstasies and bliss of God. It would be encountering things in the heaven. What God's about to do is many of us are going to be so whacked out on the spirit. We're going to be going for weeks at a time on like, like spiritual battle, like imagine Rick Joyner's final quest, going and like, like participating in something like that for like a whole week. Instead of taking a vacation at Disney, you're just going to go off in the spirit somewhere. Earlier this year, uh, I was in a meeting. I was in Ohio, and a, an angel came into the meeting. He had a long silver cord, and he's swinging this cord around him. He releases his cord, smacks me right in the chest. <laughs> and the Lord said instantly to me, he said, I'm lengthening the silver cord in this hour. Listen, it says in the book of Ecclesiastes that at the end of a man's life, that's when the silver cord is severed. There is a silver cord that connects your physical body to your spirit man. And what God is doing is he's enabling a generation to go further in the spirit, even as Elisha was able to travel in the spirit, even to the enemy's camps to see into the enemy's war chambers what god is doing in this hour is he's enabling a body of people he's pouring his spirit out on all flesh your sons and your daughters prophesy and your old men dreaming dreams there is such an open heavens atmosphere the former rains and latter rains poured out together this latter house you see there's nothing that special about this latter house take a look at your house but the glory of the latter house oh my goodness God is dumping out the glory shibby booby juice on a generation like never before. Roast us. Bake us, shake us, have us any way you want us, Lord. Just keep the juice flowing. And it is. It never ends. Ceaseless, endless, horizon after horizon, a sea of endlessness, glory and bliss. That's what you have in your belly. You see this heavenly Jerusalem, you are that city. That city has parameters. It has dimensions on the outside. You are maybe five foot seven, but on the inside, Zechariah 2 says you are a city without walls. On the inside of you, Luke 17, the kingdom of heaven is within. You have almighty God inside of you. All things are possible for them that believe the fullness of the Godhead. Colossians 1, dwelt in Jesus Christ in bodily form, and now you are partakers of the same fullness. That means you've got the fullness of daddy in you. Mm. Now, what would happen if about three of us believed about 3% of what I just said? Not intellectually agree with it, believe it. Because believing is seeing. (laughs) 
believe in his substance. Faith is the substance. I've got a substance abuse problem. I like substance. I like to touch it, taste it, feel it, sniff it, snort it. I like to get my hands around it. I like to touch it. What God's releasing right now is touchable, tangible, demonstrable. The kingdom of heaven is not a matter of yak, 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 talk, 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 quack, 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 but of demonstrations of power. And what God's releasing is a people who have been backing the word and they're not just spouting smoke, but they're living in the fire. Amen. So anyways, let's get to the ecstasy. Let's, let's just get, let's just jump right into the good stuff. Amen. Can we do that? Thank you, Lord. I just want to share really quickly about the ecstasy of God. <laughs> I want you to understand that it didn't start with Toronto. Did you know that? Did you know that throughout history, there have been people who got whacked by the goodness of God. When Moses prayed, Lord, I want to see your glory. And it says that the goodness of God passed by. His goodness is his glory. And his goodness is really good. It's not some abstract, you know, uh, good, brother. He, the Lord is good. No, he's, oh, he is good. Oh, that's good. Good, 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 good. Hoy. <laughs> Ecstasies of God. Listen, soaking prayer, the mystics throughout church history, those who, who plored the depths of this, this, this place in the spirit, who went deep in the Lord, divine inner prayer and their lives manifested supernatural signs and wonders. People like Teresa via John of the cross, these guys, brother Lawrence, you know, Teresa via, she would go into these ecstasies and then she would just begin to float about a foot and a half off the ground, physically float a foot and a half off the ground. Did you know that, that throughout just the church, the Catholic church alone, there were over 200 saints that floated right up off the ground. They called them miracles of ascension. We think of levitation. We think of new age. We think of demonic occult. And you see what that is, that's just demonic counterfeit of what is our authority, what is our birthright. Jesus, uh, he overrode the laws of gravity when he walked on the water. When he was on the Mount of Olives, Jesus levitated right up into the sky. <laughs> John fourteen twelve says, greater things than these you shall do, oing, 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 because the same Jesus lives inside of us. His, his fullness of his spirit is in you. It's in me. <laughs> and so we're just, we're, we're pushing in for, <laughs> I want you to just run over to your neighbor. I want you to find a drinking buddy. If you're sitting on the end of a row, you need to find a partner. Come on, crawl over to somebody. If you can move. I need to reach over. And I, I want you just to find their vein. Just find their vein. And I just want you to shoot them up. Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. And now share the favor. <laughs> One of these guys who floated, his name was the Flying Friar, <laughs> Joseph of Cupertino. Have another, have another. <laughs> they also called him the Gaper. Because he walked around gaping all the time, his mouth hanging open. Now the gaper, the gaper was so whacked all the time, they wouldn't even let him into a monastery to churn butter. They thought he was crazy. Did you know that they already think you're crazy? <laughs> it's okay to just let him loose. You got to let him out. You got to let him out. Let him out. Mm. 
Let him out, 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 let him out. The gaper, the flying friar, Joseph of Cupertino, they said that if he just heard music, he would just go into an ecstasy and just begin to float off the ground. If he just heard the name Jesus, he would just float off the ground. He didn't get a lot of work done either, the gaper. He finally got into a monastery. He had like a dry day or something. He got into a monastery, passed the initial exam. And the gapers, the gaper, uh, they finally realize he's not crazy. The guy's always having third heaven encounters. He's always having ecstasies. He's always suspended between heaven and earth, like, like physically and, and, and spiritually. And, and, and they realize, you know, so they made him a priest, right? So he would be trying to say his office. He would he'd be trying to preach. And it would be evening time. And it says that he would just have been standing there all day. Not said a word. Just flipping his pages. I get. There was a saint, Thomas of something or another. He would float. One time he floated up. He was suspended for 12 hours. You know, I actually know people in ministry who would rather die before they would tell you their name. <laughs> they go up every day. <laughs> and I'm not trying to sound like Paul the apostle. It's not me. It's not me, all right? But but I'm going to get there. <laughs> you see, there's something about though we haven't obtained all these things yet, brother, yet one thing we do is we press on. You see, what God's wanting us to do is set a standard that's up here instead of a standard that we can already step over. If you can already step over your standard, your standard's not high enough. <laughs> you need a standard that's up there. The only way you're going to get over it is you float over it. All right. Did you know? Hoing, hoing, hoing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, let's just get in the ecstasis, ecstasy. Acts 10, Peter is on the rooftop. He's caught up into an ecstasy. He's caught into a trance. The word ecstasis and the word trance are the same thing. The ecstasy of God, the trance of God, that suspension of the natural mind. It literally means jo- <laughs> Joseph there says, he describes it as this. It is literally a suspension of the senses. It's stepping outside of oneself. Paul, in Acts 22, he's in the temple. He's praying in the temple. And he's caught up into a trance. Listen, these guys were stepping into a realm of trance. But I believe there's a generation whose lifestyle is going to be tranced out. An Enoch generation just walking with God until they are not. Yoing, yoing, yoing. First century apostles had experienced all there was to experience. Why are we still down here? We're the latter house. We're going to walk in the latter glory. We're going to build on their foundations. <coughs> and then we'll just launch off a little helicopter pad at the, when the roof's put on. Yoing, yoing. Listen to this. Ecstasis, a throwing of the mind out of its normal state. 
whether as such as makes a man a lunatic, or that of a by some sudden emotion is transported, as it were, out of himself, so that in this rapt condition, although he is awake, his mind is drawn off from all surrounding objects and wholly fixed on things divine, that he sees nothing but the forms and images lying within and thinks that he perceives with his bodily eyes and ears reality shown to him by God. Literally, guys, the root word of this it, it points to amazement. There's something of the awe and the wonder. If we're not amazed and awed and wondered. You see, God gives us wonders because he wants us to wonder. And there are messages in the signs. It's like when Jesus gave the, you know, multiplied the loaves. And then he brought the disciples out on the boat. And then the storm. And, and they got freaked out of the storm. And he says it's because they didn't understand the miracles of the loaves. There is something to understanding the message and the meaning behind signs and wonders. But there's also something of just the, the simple idea that we are in awe of a God who dazzles his children. We are in awe of a daddy who says, what would you like to create today? Yoing, yoing, yoing. Did you know God wants you to step into that place of his own divine imagination, dreaming his own dreams, where you begin to speak and things start to happen? Now, I'm not talking about just like a name it, claim it thing. I mean, we can name something and claim it. Maybe you'll get it in 20 years, you know. But when there's the glory, when the glory is there, when God's presence is there, it's like the, the, the canopy of his presence hovering over the deep in Genesis 1. When the glory is there and then the word is released, then the word is spoken, let there be, then creation comes forth. Then the land emerges from the water. Something that was in the invisible realm is made visible and is seen. How would you guys like to be going to pull things out of the invisible realm and manifest them in the world around you? How would you like to reach into that unseen reality and begin to manifest? You see, we've got, we've got our... Um, got it backwards, guys. We've been trying to climb the ladder. You're already at the top of the ladder. Ephesians 2, 6, you're seated with Christ in heavenly places. You're already up there. And now we have to go down the ladder. Now we've got to manifest. We've got to let him out. We've all, we're already in the secret place. We're already in the Holy of Holies. You see, we're not on the outside washing our hands at the laver, working our way through all the little veils. No, 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 no. We're already in the middle. We're in the creamy center. All right. You're in the holy oil, and now you gotta let him out. You gotta glory out there. You gotta let it out into the natural world around you. In the spirit, you're already in. I'm in. Say I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Yoing, yoing, yoing. You're in. When you get a revelation of how much power, how much juice, how much boomba is in the everyday, average, ordinary believer, that means you. When you get your thoughts circumcised, your mind circumcised of inferiority complexes, of insecurities, of fears and anxieties and all this. And you realize, hey, I'm not a little pussycat. I'm a lion. <laughs> Almighty God inside of me. I was in, I was in Florida. <laughs> oh. I was in Florida last last summer, I guess, and we're, we're walking after this meet, crazy meeting. We had diamonds showing up all over the floor, and then we pick up the diamonds, and they disappear. It was because there were so many of them, you know? We're like, come on, let, let them habitation of the diamond. And then it would start raining, and it was raining in the, like, physical water raining in the building, and, and so the rain would fall, like, under our pant legs, like, like right there. So then you would realize it's, it's not, like, 
the preacher spit or followed from the ceiling at supernatural raindrops, right? So really powerful meetings. But then we're, we're walking after one of the meetings, we're walking in a park and we're just walking through this, you know, field and um, we're just, you know, moseying along and, you know, having a good little after church walk in the park. And then all of a sudden here are these young people out in the middle of this, this park area. And we realize they're openly worshiping Satan by name, right? Just Satan worship right in the middle of the public park. And then one of them recognizes somebody from the church group. And so then they start openly mocking us and mocking the church group while worshiping Satan. And now since I'm the, you know, big bad guest speaker who talks about all the miracles, everybody just kind of looks over to me. What we're going to do here. And I didn't have nothing. I didn't know what to do. And then my little, my little daughter, she's uh, 10 years old. She looks over. She goes, Dad, did you hear that? I mean, her face, she was like, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? She goes, and just starts praying in tongues, right? And then my little one-year-old son, right? You know, because little kids, they just see in the spirit. There's no delineation between them. You know, they, they, haven't, they haven't been untrained yet, right? So, so, so he just, he knew, he knew there was going to be a showdown. He saw, he saw big angels coming in. Or so, so he just points to him, right? And he just starts walking right towards the Satanists, right? And now at this point, you know, my, my toddler's going over there. The whole church group's looking at me. I, there's a little bit of pressure to perform. I got to go rescue my toddler from him. I got to do something. I didn't have, you know, a jack chick track to hand out. I didn't even have a prophetic word for anybody over there. I'm like, Lord, I, get, I, get, I got nothing, you know. And I was like, Lord, I, 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 I just, I just got to get whacked. That's, that is this, I found the secret of success. Just get whacked. Stay whacked. Don't go back. So I, I said, Lord, I just got again. So I just started token the ghost. A little Jehovah Wana. Pass that to you there, sir. Pass that around, yeah. Now, wherever, wherever the chain gets broken, that's where we'll have the deliverance session afterwards. So make sure that gets passed to you, all right? And everybody talks about wanting to take stuff back. Let's take back the arts. Take back the media. Take back the... That's good. That's great. You know, but why do we give this stuff up to begin with, right? I say, let's just go take some of the devil's stuff, right? I'm going to take drug culture, you know? <laughs> We go up on the streets to people now. We just, we don't even, you know, ask questions. We just go up and we say, hey, you want to get high? And, and, and the thing is, they go, yeah, actually. And we go, look, I'll pray for you. There's no high like the most high. You're going to get whacked. You're going to feel the presence of God. And you're going to know he's real. Do you know how many people we've seen get saved through buzz evangelism? We just go out nowadays and we just, we get a big, just impromptu. You know, it's just, it's, it's so hard working up all those prophetic words for people. Let's just get sloshed and let Jesus do all the work. So we just put up a sign that says, free buzz. And we just stand there and the little fishies come jumping in our boat. <laughs> free buzz? What is that? Find out. So here we are. I'm getting whacked. And before you know it, my feet are moving underneath me. Now this, guys, this is not seeker-sensitive evangelism, all right? This is not what they teach you in seminary. This is not what you're going to learn in any Bible school in the country. All right? 
Nobody says when the Satanists show up, toke the ghost and start dancing, right? So I, but I just, you know, you gotta, you gotta just get on board. You know, I've, I've learned, I learned an important principle, go with the flow, right? And so I, I just start getting whacked. And before I know it, I'm doing this little boogaloo thing. And then it just, it gets heavier. And I'm so whacked. And then I'm over, you know what I'm saying? Shaka baka bumba, ba da 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 ba and so I come right up to this rich bunch of bunch of bunchy bunchy of Satanists, Satanists, having their little Satan in the park, and I come up to him with all this an absolute complete silence. I come up to him and I go, I've got more power in my pinky than all the antichrists of hell. I said, because almighty God lives in me. Absolute chaos. Bodies hitting the grass. People just scattering, screaming, freaking out. The, the demons just instantly manifesting. And then the team is, I'm just like sick them. And, and then the team's like on everybody, right? And then it's just like people getting saved. People just getting whacked in the spirit for the first time all over the place. And then, and then like girls uh, screaming, saying, Come away! See what they're doing to you! Get away from them! <laughs> it was just it just busts up a Satan party. That easy, alright? You see, you have the fullness of heaven inside of you. You have the fullness of God inside of you. You don't have to f*** it out. You just show up empty-headed, whacked in the glory. Amen? God doesn't need our advice, okay? Thank you, Lord. So, uh, back to the ecstasies of God. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say this for those of you diligent students taking notes. If you look at, at throughout church history at just the heritage of the mystics and the seers and the prophets, you know, throughout the, 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 the you know, the, the prime flourishing years of contemplative prayer, people who really just went deep into that realm. You have lots of theology. There's so much stuff that was mapped out for us centuries, you know, before, you know, this present move of God. I mean, such fine-tuned understanding of the ecstasies of God and how God moves on human flesh. <laughs> oh. and, and if you really boil down the mystical theology of some of the greats, you, you, there are really four levels of deep inner prayer. Level one is recollection. Recollection is just when you just start to get in prayer and you're just casting your cares upon the Lord and, you know, Aunt Susie's sick and I just lost my job and blah, blah, blah. You're just getting rid of stuff is all you're doing. You're just getting, getting out of something. You're not even into anything yet. You're just getting out, getting stuff off you. You're just unloading. And a lot of people, as soon as they get done unloading and they start to feel some relief, they think, oh, I'm done. Ding, ding. Time out. You know, <laughs> clocked out, you know, and then that's it. And, and then that's just, but that's just the first level. That's just recollection. That's just recollecting, you know, things that have been, you know, on you, things that you just need to let go. And you see, to, to go deep, what we're talking about is going deep into the heart of God. You see, ecstasy is not just about some spooky uh, thing that happens. It's about a heart that is absolutely infused with pleasure. And the thing where, in which you find pleasure is the thing you worship. <laughs> And if it's, if it's Xbox, then that's Xbox. And if it's, you know, football, it's football. And there's nothing wrong with any of those things. But you see, the thing that you just can't do. You see, if I wake up in the morning and I have a dry day, it's right off now. Uh, it's my number one thing when I wake up is just, I, Lord, where are you at? Oh, yeah, there you are. Oing. We're in. <laughs> I'm in. 
You see? I, I have days now where I just, I just wake up whacked. I just open my eyes, and I'm just I'm so sloshed. I can barely put my clothes on. I'm just somebody I need a, I need a caretaker. <laughs> Lord, put me to check me into a home or something. I just, I need, I need some help. Help, I need somebody help. Oh, not just anybody. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So then you go from collection. I don't even know where it's going. I've just learned follow the little white rabbit. You want the best trips with Jesus. You just follow the little white rabbit. <laughs> so we're just following the rabbit trail. But back to uh, stage two. After recollection, you come into a place. A stage two is meditation. And, uh, you know, there are different names for some of these. You have prayer, quiet, lots of different things. But the place of meditation is where you may be meditating on a vision that you get from God. You met, you're meditating on a scripture. And there's something. That's when the eyes of your spirit, you really start to get activated. You're actually encountering and doing stuff. You're not just getting rid of junk, but you're just, you're encountering and you're doing stuff. But a lot of people, it's like a lot of prophets, even today, it's like they just live in this realm of meditation and they see visions and here's the vision I had and this is what I saw. And that's great, and we really need that because a lot of people don't do that, obviously. But there comes a point when you got, you know, revelation after vision after revelation after vision that, you know, ab you know you're just trying to figure out why the purple elephant walked in with a little canary on its trunk. And you, you know, you're trying to understand all this stuff. And there comes a point with all the visioning and revelation and meditation where you just, you just want to let go of it all. And you just want to just fall into the arms of Jesus. You come into stage three. It's like it's like you don't push away visions. You don't push away revelation and prophetic words and gifts and healing and miracles and all that stuff. But you just hold them with open hands because what you want is you want to move into stage three. Stage three is union. And in that place of union, it's just that deep, deep, heavy, shooby-dooby of union is actually, you know, the stage right before four, which is ecstasy. They say that union, a lot of mystics said that it was actually a lesser ecstasy. And a lot, of, and, and union is that place. It's just like that practice of his presence. But you see, there are depths. There are deeper depths of his presence. See, I praise God for what we've experienced for the last 15 years. But, you know, I, I want something a little bit, not just more, more, more of what we've had. I want more intensity. I want more concentration concentrate. If we've been drinking orange juice, I just, you know, give me just the straight concentrate now. I just want the straight God concentrate. You know, it's like if we've been drinking wine, wine is fine. Liquor's quicker. Give me a God. I just want the God. Lord, I just, I just want the hard stuff. I just want some crown Royale, you know, just jack me up like Daniel, just jack. You know, I just want, I just, I just want the heavy, hot, the hard, heavy, dose lord I, I like john you know john snuggling to jesus but then when he sees him at a more tense life with more concentrate as the king of glory as the lord of hosts he falls down as though he's dead it's like a, a harder hit it's just like i gotta have that next level if it burns my face off lord i want more 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 intensity more new more now right now shing ding ding oh and so when you go into ecstasy Ecstasies can come, and when you come into the state of ecstasy, stuff starts to happen not just inside of you, but outside of you. <laughs> stuff starts to happen. And in the state of ecstasy, they, they, there are really two types of ecstasies. There's absorption ecstasy. Absorption ecstasy is when you're just so whacked out, you don't know where you end and God begins, and you're just blissed. It's just that easy. 
don't don't talk to me right now. I'm just whacked, right? And that's just you know that's 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 where I'm trying to transition out of into concentration ecstasy. Concentration ecstasy is when you're you you really are whacked. God's glory really is there. There really is a tangible substance, but but you're all of a sudden your senses are heightened at a supernatural level. It says of uh, saints like Saint uh, uh, Mary Margaret of Pazzi. It says that when she would begin to stand up and preach or prophesy, all of a sudden it took six secretaries to write down everything she was saying because it was like such bang 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 revelation coming. It's like a concentration ecstasy. It's like you can see things you shouldn't be able to see. And that revelatory place, the eyes of your spirit are open. It's like Ezekiel's eyes and the wheel within the wheel. The wheel within the wheel is like a multidimensional wheel. Like you have with eyes on the rims. You get to see in multidimensions. Not just operating out of 10% of your brain, but you go up to a place that's higher and you begin to see. I know what you, you know what's going on in your life over here and you over here. And I know what my kids are doing back home. And I know what we need to do next month with the ministry and what needs to happen with the business over here. All of a sudden, you're aware of all these things at once. It's really almost like a, you know, even as God is om, omniscient and omnipresent and, and we are made in his image, there is, a le, there is a place within us where we can see at a multidimensional place. And, and when the, the frustration of creation, the frustration even over our natural minds and our natural bodies, it begins to be lifted off in the glory. You see, in Romans 8, it says that, you know, all of creation was subjected to frustration. But then at the cross, all of a sudden, we were brought into this glorious liberty where we can all of a sudden use, what would it look like if we used 100% of our brains? I think Bob Jones said if we use, once we get up to 17%, we can just go on autopilot. <laughs> Yummy. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> you see, if, you, if, 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 if God hadn't allowed that to be frustrated at the, at the fall of creation, we could have killed ourselves with nuclear weaponry 4,000 years ago. I mean, imagine, look at everything, all the technology that man has accomplished just on 10% of our noggins, and still all of our language is split up at Babel. You see? What God wants to do is he wants to release such a revelatory wave. He wants to release such a wave of signs and wonders. He wants to re release all this stuff, but it's going to come from a people who are really in that bubble of intimacy, who are rooted in that place of first love fire, who are rooted in that place of absolute addiction, absolutely fixed on him, absolutely fixated by him, absolutely intoxicated on that supreme pleasure. The only thing that overcomes the pleasure of sin is not the abnegation of pleasure, but is finding a greater pleasure, finding him the source, the rivers of pleasure at his right hand, drinking from the fountain of who is, whoa, yo, yo. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Let's just, I want you to reach over to your drinking buddy now. Just have them stick out their tongue. We're going to have a little taste and see tab. Add on there. That'll hit you in about half an hour. <laughs> really will. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, 
Just ride the wave. Just stand up. I know we're scattered. Stand up, little sheep, if you can stand up. Oh, never mind. That's too much work. <laughs> Listen to Teresa Via's problems she had in this state of ecstasy. You run into a few problems. While seeking God in this way, the soul is conscious that it's fainting almost completely away in a kind of swoon. With a very great calm and joy breath and all its bodily powers progressively fail it so that it can hardly stir its hands without great effort its eyes close involuntarily and if they remain open they see almost nothing if a person reads in this state he can scarcely make out a single letter it is as much as he can do to recognize one he sees that there are letters but as the understanding offers no help, he cannot read them even if he wants to. He hears but does not understand what he hears. In the same way, his senses serve no purpose except to prevent the soul from taking its pleasure. And so they tend to do him harm. Did you know your senses tend to do you harm? <laughs> it's the same with the tongue, for he cannot form a word. Nor would he have the strength to pronounce one. The whole physical strength vanishes, and the strength of the soul increases for the enjoyment of its bliss. The outward joy that is now felt is most perceptible, is great and most perceptible. However long this prayer lasts, it does no harm. At least it's never done me any. Swim at your own risk, boys and girls. However ill I might have been when the Lord granted me this grace, I never remember an occasion when I experienced any ill effects from it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You see, what happens sometimes is ligature starts to set in. Ligature means the inability to do inward acts, such as think, read, speak you see in a concentration sometimes what will happen is the spirit of might will come upon you and you're able to work miracles and there's power and there's breakthrough and all of a sudden you're seeing stuff a lot of times saints were literally invincible they couldn't be burned at the, at the stake with the fire uh, some of the Jansenists we might be talking about them more this weekend there were a mass movement of people they would literally their persecutors would come try to chop them with axes and stuff and they couldn't even break the skin <laughs> You see, when the spirit of might comes upon you, that's more like a concentration ecstasy. You can, I guess, you know, just think you can focus a little bit. But then in the absorption ecstasy, you're just out of it, my friend. You're just tranced out. Now, a trance is not the same as a vision. When you're in a trance, when you're in this state of ecstasy, you may receive visions. You understand? It says Peter in Acts 10, when he was in a trance, then he saw a vision. 
But what we're talking about is a state. What God's really trying to arrive at with these trances is, is, uh, you know, is, is really this is more like the beatitude of heaven. You see, in heaven, compared to us down here, you see, every single one of us, I don't care how long we've been in the river, we're all class A clinically depressed compared to what we're going to look like when we're fully in the shooby juice in heaven. All right? Let me just tell you that the quality of life up there is a little bit better than it is down here. And did you know that Jesus is just a little more happier than we are? Take my word for it. <laughs> just, just trust me. Oh, Jesus. And you know, depression in my Bible is not a fruit of the Spirit. And you know, <laughs> so the state of bliss is really just more of just the regular, normal, ordinary, everyday life is normal in heaven. And so in this trance-like state, God will begin to suspend our, our senses and to enable us to do things, enable us to tap into things, enable us to tap into the powers and the bliss of the age to come. And every great revival, it began in this realm of glory. And Jonathan Edwards' meetings, the Presbyterian congregational meetings in the, in the 1700s, people would go out like crazy. Jonathan Edwards' wife, Sarah Edwards, completely. She'd fall out of her chair in the middle of meetings. She'd, she'd people drag her, put her back in her seat, and then she'd be jumping up in the air, and then she'd fall back down on the floor. Get finally just drag her off to bed. And in John Wesley's meetings, people get whacked all the time, falling over in droves. One time in John Wesley's uh, chapel in Bristol, we were there recently in Bristol, UK. Uh, the glory came in so strong; it was such a wild, crazy, just bam, just swept in. Every single wooden bench in the whole church just got to shards. And then it, just, it says, as soon as the wind swept in, it swept back out. And they're wondering, what just happened here? Wow. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Every great revival begins in the glory. And so why is God pouring out a greater glory today? He's really releasing this end-time harvest. He's really, all this glory is for harvest. All this glory is for end-time harvest. But it isn't just for harvest. It is for intimacy with us. You see, we're not just doers. We're not just harvesters who do stuff. We are lovers who happen to do stuff. We're lovers who just happen to bear fruit. Fruit happens. Just say that with me. Fruit happens. Oh, Jesus, let your fruit happen. Let your fruit happen. Let your fruit happen, Lord. Look at all these notes. We're going to do all these notes. <laughs> I get up here, I get all these papers because I know I'm so whacked that I can't talk. And I think that, like, the profundity of papers in front of me are going to make a difference, you know? It's like the more papers I have, it's going to somehow pull my thoughts together when I'm just whacked off my rocker. It's like, yeah, just put another paper in there, John. That'll make it better. Complete or incomplete ecstasies. <laughs> it depends on how useless you're left rendered. Your ecstasy is complete when you're left dribbling on the floor. Now, this is just historical, guys. This is historical. All right, listen. The senses cease to act, or they convey a confused knowledge only. The eyes are often fogged over. Hearing goes slower than sight. <laughs> Sometimes in that realm of God's ecstasy, 
that they have what they call infusions of instant virtue. That means things that you've been getting counseling for for 20 years, one encounter in the glory and your character is infused. (laughs) Immobility. As a general rule, limbs become immovable. And one can neither speak nor walk nor make any gestures unless God restores this power miraculously. The last state is called mobile ecstasy. That can do stuff. Uh, some uh, monks and mystics, they called it uh, <laughs> active contemplation. Like you're whacked, but you're able to do stuff. Like Brother Lawrence would get so whacked, right? You, how many of you guys have read the practice of the presence of God? He would be so whacked. He'd be washing his dishes. <laughs> He said he would have to do these childish things to contain himself. And he says that people would come from miles just to watch him washing his dishes because he was so whack when he did it. He says, Brother Lawrence, he said, I gave up all of my set prayers and other forms of devotion just to attend to whatever state my soul obliges me. <laughs> um, he got off the banks, didn't he? Joink. Oh. Oh. oh, here we go. St. John of the Cross. He get pulled up in his ecstasy sometimes so violently. One time he grabbed hold of the metal bars on the window and he bent them like wax going up, being pulled up to the ceiling. Said that when he was in his, um, when he was in doing his communion, he would so violently wrestle against floating off of the ground and going into an ecstasy that he would bite onto the chalice. <laughs> and it says that today that if you go see his chalice, it's still got the teeth marks in his metal cup from where I didn't know it just to resist it. Oh, 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 it's too good. <laughs> How sweet it is to be loved by you. Oh, <laughs> Teresa Villa, when she was getting pulled off the ground, she said it is a blissful thing, but a very violent thing. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Mm, Glory. Did you know that God is about to release such a generation of wonder workers operating out of this realm of bliss and wonder? Like Joel 2.2, it says, No generation before them has there ever been, nor nor any successive generation thereafter. It's like people are going to be looking back, continually looking back. Do you remember what happened back? Could you imagine what it must have been like to live back then when those guys were walking around? Oy, oy, oy. A fire devours before them. A fire burning behind them. Let me tell you guys, we're coming into such a realm of the supernatural that we are going to have to have such an increase in discernment because God is about to release such craziness, guys. You see, we have to have our understanding of what discernment is. It has to be flipped totally upside down. What we've been trying to do is say that, dis- that discernment is like to disprove things, you know? But to, to, to truly discern is to, is to prove all things to see if they're God. It's like there has to be this expectancy. And it's, oh, maybe there's some God in that, you know? Even if it's like there's something out in the occult in the new age, you know? It's like, hey, if those guys are doing it, how much more could we do it? You see? That's got to be our, our perspective, guys. It can't be from up here. Discernment doesn't come from up here. Discernment comes from down here. You taste heaven on an encounter. You 
smell the aloes and the cassia and the fragrance of heaven on this thing because you've been there. You know heaven. You taste heaven. You're here hungry for it. You want to live in that place. You want to live in that realm. That is the realm you're from. That is the cloth you're cut from. That is just where you go. You just, you just throw yourself into that place. We are just a people, abandoned lovers, a bridal generation that have just thrown themselves into that place of sheer perfect love, pure bliss. The honeymoon never ends. The honeymoon's never over. Who comes up with wet blanket theology? Oh, the honeymoon's over, brother. The conference was good, but now mountaintop experience. Back to the valley. The, you know, the, the seminary of wet blanket theology comes up with all this stuff, right? The only Bible verse I see is, you know, when he rebukes you for forgetting your first love, for losing that place of honeymoon bliss. You see, we can live in that first love bliss bubble all the time. You can bring your mountaintop with you right down to the valley and make the valley blossom. You can bring it right into the desert and turn it into a burn a pool and where it was a burning sand. You see, God wants you to be a carrier. You've got the fullness inside of you. You've got the sevenfold river of his spirit, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of the fear of the Lord, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of Adonai, the spirit of the Lord. You have the fullness of God's sevenfold flame inside of you, rivers of living oil, rivers of never ending oil. Everywhere you go, breakthrough, boom, bust, stuff cracks open, stuff happens. Oi, oi, oi. Or not, you're just whacked on the floor, but you're in the same place. I know Bob Jones, he says one time, he said, uh, <laughs> he said, whether I'm out raising the dead <laughs> or fishing, the pay's the same. <laughs> whether you're jiggling on the floor or bringing in 4,000 people at a time in the parking lots of Walmart, Harvest glory in the streets, in the marketplace. Did you know America is about to get swept with such a harvest glory? I'm talking the West, guys. I'm not talking about just in Africa and all this. Praise God for what's happening there. It's their time. But you know what? Our time is coming. We are about to come into such a wave. Little fishies jumping in our boat. And it's not going to come from programs and formulas. It's not going to come from new techniques. It's not going to come from, you know, new new sound systems and new blah, blah, blah and new T-shirts. What it's going to come from is the tangible glory and substance and presence of Almighty God, the bliss of heaven, of people who are walking in first love bliss, walking in the power and the unction and the authority of the supernatural, that everywhere they go, stuff it cannot happen, stuff cannot help but break loose. Guys, there have been times where when we just go into regions, God shows up in signs, like in the heavens above. What God's wanting to do is he's wanting to come and back us in such an authority because he is God. We've been in places, we're in, in uh, Alaska, and uh, we were, were preaching, and every day that we preached, a wildfire broke out in, in the, in the, around the town that we're at. And then at the end of the week, well, I was preaching on the spirit of burning, and a 3,000-acre wildfire broke out. We've been in California many times where... now. It's like wildfires will break out at times when we're there. We have signs coming in the heavens and above. But you see, it's not because of us. Look, look at your temple. Nothing so great about the latter house, but the glory of the latter house. God's looking for just anybody. He's looking for little old ordinary Shulamite, Joe and, and Jenny over anywhere, wherever, you know, just in middle class 401k America, people who've never seen a single angel feather fall in a meeting, people who've never had a drop of gold dust fall on their nose, but God wants to take you. And he can do in one day what it took somebody else 15 years of pressing in and prayer and also because what God's doing is he's pouring the, the pays the same. Let me tell you, he wants to release the same glory on everybody and has received the same glory, release the same glory on everybody. And you can just say, hey, I got it. Say, I got it. I got it. I got it. 
I got it. I got it. Oh, you got it. You got it. You got it. Got it. Got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Got it. Got it. Oh, I'm just getting. Let's just get got for a minute. Just tilt your head back. Lord, we just we just need more. Lord, just just I thank you, Father, for the tap. Just get stick your head under the tap tonight, and let's just wheeze the juice. Just just uh, just just get under that ah that fountain. You've got a fountain flowing through you, in you, out of you. You are a fountain everywhere you go. You are a fountain spilling, splashing, living waters. You just 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 reach over to your neighbor and just tap their keg. You're a keg, guys. You know that you're a keg. What are you? Eighty, ninety percent water. Let's just pray it all turns to wine right now. Just, or you're just a keg. Just tap their keg. Just tap your own keg right there. Just tap your keg. Fill her up. Tilt it back. There's more where that came from. The ecstasies. The bliss. You are made to live addicted to something. Guys, I used to be addicted to all kinds of things. We go into places now, people, that is key to breaking addiction is to find a better, stronger addiction. <laughs> oh, I had somebody come up to me one time. They say, John, I feel like God's putting something on you. It was uh, what, what Jim Morrison was supposed to walk in. You know, he led a whole generation into like drug use and like suit and like spiritual encounter. They were called the doors, right? He'd go in the desert and see visions. A week later, somebody comes up to me in another city. He says, I know this may sound strange, John, but I think God's putting something on you like what Jim Morrison was supposed to walk. <laughs> the same word twice in one week, right? You guys, you're a door. Say, I'm a door. <laughs> I am created to walk in another realm of reality than I have grown up in. And that I've been taught. That I've been force-fed. There is a realm of reality. Oh, it's come back to me. Look, cast your bread on the waters. In many days, it'll come back to you. See that? It gets better every time. He saves the best wine or less. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we're all across the board here. Listen. Jesus, the wedding of Canaan in Galilee, when he, made, when he made the wine, you know how much wine he made? You know how much it was, Ben? Will you be a, will you be a living model for me, Ben? Will you come over just... I don't know. It just seems like fun. I don't know what, what we're going to do, but you know, the, he made a hundred and eighty gallons, a hundred and eighty gallons of wine. <laughs> As Graham Cook says, says, the Lord turned the water into wine 2000 years ago. And the church has been trying to change it back ever since. <laughs> And here's the thing. See, everybody was already hammered when he did it. You save the best for last. One thing God never puts a limit on is your drinking. <laughs> Song of Solomon 5.1 says, drink your fill, O lovers. That is very subjective, isn't it? How, mu how much is your fill? Is this your fill? <laughs> I just say, Lord, just knock the bottom off. <laughs> oh, knock the bottom off. Oing, 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 oing. 
Oh, Jesus. Oh, and then the thing is, he went straightway to the temple after that and cleared it out. Isn't that something how those two work together? Let the wine flow. The temple gets cleared out. Clean house. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, we'll come up with a, maybe you could read some of my stuff for me here. Uh, yeah, just take a, take a little toke off of that. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, thicker, thicker, thicker. I think you right now, that cloud's just in here. Thicker, thicker, thicker. Some of you are just getting that intoxicated peace, just that God just pulling you outside of yourself. See, God is coming for a bride who's so hungry for him, she's got to step outside of herself to go get him. Uh, oh, even though he's in you, oi, oi, oi. You're really stepping into your true self. <laughs> you know, when the, when the gaper was floating up in the air, it says Cupertino three separate times seized a companion and pulled him up as well. Here's what one theologian says. He says, when the body is lifted up into the air, it often becomes as light as a feather. So that a breath is enough to set it in motion and cause it to float like a soap bubble. Any of you guys know old Francis of Assisi? Francis of Assisi who talked to animals. Do you know throughout history, people talk to animals. People, some saints got their heads cut off and picked up their own heads and continued to say the prayer praying when they died. They weren't dead yet. <laughs> oh. When you go into an ecstasy, you know, levitation, I'm just saying that because that's one of the more, you know, that's one of them that stretches us, you know. Isn't it funny how we like to pick and choose our manifestations? Well, I like the gold dust, but I don't know about glowing. <laughs> I'm okay with, with uh, losing some weight. <laughs> But I don't know about a stigmata. <laughs> Old Stiggy. That'll separate the men from the boys, won't it? <laughs> I'm just determined, Lord. I just want to get so whack. Whatever you want to do with me, I'll be your jester. I'll be whatever, Lord God. I just... I just want to stay right in the dregs, in the thick stuff. I just want to, the, I, I don't want just the oil. I want the thick, heavy, sticky tar. I want the big, gooey, sticky with chunks in it. Just the glory chunks, the gold chunks. Just tab it right in. Just tar right in the vein. Tar right in the heart, Lord God. I just want, just slap me full of honey, Lord God. Just cover me in syrup and just slap me to the wall of the secret place. Or I can't come out. It's a lot harder to get out of the glory than it is to get in. Do you know that? <laughs> Once you're in, it's like you'd be an idiot to climb back out. You see, that's why, you see, what God's doing is he's, he's, he, he doesn't want us, you know, like this on the floor, but then we're, we're standing upright and erect in Walmart. What we're about to do is we're about to crawl out the door. And you see, to be like this in here, but to be sober in Walmart... There's a word for that. It starts with an H and it ends with an hypocrite. <laughs> you can draw a crowd instantly when you just get whacked in public. Do you know that? Hoing, yay. Hoing, 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 hoing. Shabba, baba. Oh, there's harvest glory coming, guys. Let me tell you, harvest 
glory. Oy, oy, oy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, infusion, infusion, infusion right now into every soul, Lord God. Infusion, infusion, infusion. I thank you for a fresh hunger for the supernatural. A fresh hunger for the things of heaven. I thank you, Lord God, for a realm of the supernatural, of signs and wonders. That we are a generation that is for signs and that is for wonders, Lord God. I thank you that a generation, Lord God, that is for, for pure pleasure, Lord God. The source, Lord, we are going to be Christian hedonists living for pleasure, but pleasure in you. We live for the pleasure of Christ. Whoa. Lord, we want to glorify you by, in, by enjoying you forever, God. Our utter dependency is on you. We are utterly. <laughs> a little, those little fat fryer tucks are in here right now. Yoing, yoing, yoing. Yoing, yoing, yoing. You can pull your barrel out. You can drink your godka. You can have some tahilia, whatever you want. Yoing, yoing. Oh, Jesus. Oi, oi, oi. Oi. Oi, 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 You see, a lot of people go into these ecstasies, and then they go out, and they go in, and they go out, and I figure, what happens if you got stuck in stage four? Stick me. Stick me in, and just don't take me out. I just wants to put he just wants to put you on like a suit he just wants you to show up he wants to put his Johnny suit on today <laughs> just show up on time empty headed let me put my Johnny suit on today <laughs> oh wear me like a glove Lord oh yo yo let your dancing hand just begin to wear us right now Yo, 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 yo. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God's breaking chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, chronic depression right now for some of you. Yo, yo, yo. Thank you, Lord. This weekend, entire weekend, God's been touching you. He's been healing you. Yo, yo. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Right now, an impartation, an impartation of joy unspeakable and full of boomba. Right now. Oh, the heaviness. That heavy, heavy. Thank you for breaking that spirit of heaviness and releasing heavy glory instead. You see, there's an anti-anointing. Did you know that? That's heavy. There, you know, Jesus Christ. Christ is the anointed one, the smeared one. And the anointing is tangible and transferable and, impart, and, 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 and you can impart it. And in the same way, there's an anti-anointing of fear and depression anxiety that many of us have been walking and we're walking under and laboring under this this anti this weighty just this you know you that that paranoia and something happens and a bill comes in and you just feel that thing rests on you or a doctor's report comes in and that thing just begins to rest and that heaviness rests on you when bad news comes in and that anti-anointing god wants to strip that thing off he wants to break that thing he wants to sever it at the root and he wants to just he just wants to let out what's already in you there's no striving involved. Oi, oi. You just open up. open up gates. Open up little doors. Open up doors. Oh. Hee-haw, hee-haw, hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, hee-haw. Oi, 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 oi. 
Bada bada boom, bada 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 boom, bum bada bada bum, bada 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 bum bum, bada bada bum, bada 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 bum bum, bada bada bum, bada 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 bum bum. Lord, let your fire fall right now in Jesus' name. Lord God, realms of heavenly glory, angelic interactions, Lord God, third heaven encounters, visitations, translations, transportation. Let it begin to come right now. I just release. In the atmosphere, Lord God, a spirit of revelation, a spirit of refining fire, burning fire, Lord God, forerunning fire, Lord God, blazing, burning lamps like John the Baptist in the wilderness, forerunning a movement, preparing a way from the Lord, clear-cutting a path in the wilderness right now. In Jesus' name, I just speak a release, 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 release into homes, into marriages, Lord God, pulling in prodigals and that bliss and that glory like a magnet, calling into alignment, calling in to order. Order, Lord God, entire spheres of influence and metrons, Lord God, everything, Lord God, the acre that we've been given, set into alignment, set into alignment, Lord God. Whoa, and that glory, a planting of the stake in the ground, a birthing and an earth, not just a birthing, but an earthing of the glory, Lord God. Whoa. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Thank you for those angels. They're just angels running to and fro right now. Right across this place. God's touching someone's ear right now. Opening a right ear. I'm seeing a right ear. Like a, like a partial deafness or deafness. <coughs> opening a right ear. Thank you, Lord. Sciatica. God's touching someone's sciatica right now in the glory. Thank you, Lord. We just release that. Thank you, Father. I just speak to gemstones to begin to grow. God, to grow on rings in this place in the glory. I just thank you, Lord, for this place, for this atmosphere, for this cloud right now. And we just speak, Lord God, financial miracles, debt reversal to begin to come right now. Land deeds to come into, into the saints' uh, hands in Jesus' name. Right now, I just say even money miracles into, into bank accounts and pockets right now in Jesus' name. We've had you know money just appear, like 16 brand new $100 bills just appear in people's purses and just hundreds of debts reversed. Lord, we just speak that in the glory right now. I just thank you, Father, for physical healing right now. Any ailments, Lord God, I cancel cancers and gross and tumors in Jesus' name. I just speak to teeth, dental miracles to come right now to pop in the glory. I speak to rings on fingers to grow, grow, grow. I speak to gems on fingers to begin to grow in Jesus' name. Check your diamonds, ladies. Guys, ladies, begin to check your pockets. Stuff may begin to come. Literally, money just starting to appear. We see this kind of stuff happen. There's something in this glory you see there's the whacking there's the bliss and then there's the miracles you see god starts to do stuff in this state things start to happen i thank you lord right now in jesus name oh, i thank you lord god touching someone's like an asthmatic condition someone in the chest i just cancel that thing in jesus name right now i speak to uh like a, like a, like an appendix an inner an organ right here in the right side there's a lady in her 50s right here an organ right here in this side god's touching that in jesus name right now an arthritic hip osteoarthritis arthritis Arthritis, I say, go. I cancel your power in Jesus' name. Oy. Oh, in Jesus' name. Come, come, Jesus, come. Glory. Thank you, Lord. I want you to raise your hand. God's touching your body right now. Raise your hand if you can feel something happening in your body. Let's touch many of you. Look at all these hands. Oy, 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 oy. Thank you, Lord. I just cancel all pain. The rotator cuffs right now, knees, ligaments, organs coming into alignment with heaven. Right now, I cancel chronic pain, chronic headaches in Jesus' name. I just say, go!
break word curses. I break witchcraft off of heads in Jesus' name. And I speak life, 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 healing, miracles come in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, for a spirit of aggression and boldness that you're releasing in your body in this hour, Lord God. I thank you, Father, for the wine that unleashes boldness. I thank you, Father, for that intimate, fiery, bridal flame that unleashes boldness like never before. That a generation will arise in such an aggression and such a boldness because they've been in the wine room. Because Joel's army drinks the wine flowing from the mountaintops. If you've got something wrong with your body, I want you to begin to stand on your feet. I believe God wants to release maybe some weight loss miracles too today. You understand your feet. I want you just in this place of his glory. I want you just to start to move your body. I want you to start to move something that hurt you before. If you had a mobility problem in your neck or your arms or your hips, I want you to start to move it in a way that you couldn't move before. Something that would have hurt you before. If you had problems with your vision, I want you just, without me even calling that out, I just want you to just start looking at fine print. See if you can read differently. Some of you may have felt like a pop in your ear. I want you just to check your ear. See if you can hear out of that thing. I want you to test your knees out. God's touching knees right now. I want you just to begin to bend your knees. I want you to begin to do some things you couldn't do before. Things that would have hurt you. Move in a way you couldn't move. If you have in your body right now in Jesus name I cancel metal pins metal plates all metal I just cancel you out of bodies in Jesus name I just say metal dissolve in Jesus name metal go in Jesus name oy, oy, oy. ladies continue to check your diamonds I want you to look at the size of them we've had these things double in size sometimes multiple diamonds in one in one meeting begin to grow we've had uh, uh, we were with Jeff in Atlanta a lady had two diamonds Two rings that were like identical, like twin matching rings. One of them began to grow, but the other one stayed the same size. So we had like a perfect before and after photo. (laughs) Because we saw what the other one used to look like. And then the other grew. Sometimes God will begin to add color to rings and add value to gems. I just speak value, value, value. I thank you, Lord God, that you're bringing us from glory to glory. Glory to glory right now. Glory to glory. I am for this realm of your glory, Lord God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. L, L, uh, four, five disc. God's touching that right now in someone's back. Begin to touch your toes. Begin to do some squats. Begin to bend. If you, if you need a weight loss miracle, I want you to step out of your seat. And I want you to just begin to move up and down the aisles. I want you just to step out of your seat. And I want you to be, just begin to move. And this atmosphere, this is where God... All things are possible in this atmosphere. I thank you, Lord. Right now, in Jesus' name, I just cancel cellulite. In Jesus' name, I speak death to fat cells, and I just speak life, life, life to bodies, health to bodies. Right now, in Jesus' name, I just loose weight loss miracles to come forth in Jesus' name. Lord, healing in bodies, healing in bodies, healing in bodies. Now, ladies, as you're walking around, and guys, as you're walking around, I want you to begin to check your waistline. Begin to check your waistline. You keep walking around, but check your waistline. We, were, we really had to plan for this miracle. Once it cracked, we just started seeing it everywhere we went. We started seeing tons of weight loss miracles. And the Lord said, one of the reasons that people have, before we start seeing them, he said, you have to get people to check their waistlines. Because otherwise, they don't even know what's happening there. Sometimes we have people lose like several dress sizes and then they come back to the meeting, the next meeting, the next day in a new dress. And then by the end of that meeting, their new dress doesn't fit anymore. (laughs) 
Oi, oi, oi. Thank you, Lord. Shake it. Keep moving around. Some of you guys are starting to have a couple inches go there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All pain just going right now. Whatever it is you need in your body, I want you to put your own hand on your own body part right now. Thank you, Lord. Right now, in Jesus' name, I just thank you for a wave of healing glory in this place. I thank you for a wave of sign and wonder glory in this place. In Jesus' name, touching bodies, touching cells and ligaments, touching touching right now blood conditions. Right now, we cancel every blood-borne illness in Jesus' name. Touching bones and marrow, touching heads, Lord, central nervous disorders, even uh, neurological disorders, touching uh, bones and a TMJ. Right now, in Jesus' name, uh, cartilage. Right now, we just speak life, life. Life, life in everybody, every part, every part. You see, God doesn't need a specific word of knowledge in this realm of his glory. We've already got it. You just start pulling it out. It's yours. Start moving by faith. You start moving. You start framing it up. Right now, lots of you, pain is starting to go. You may begin to feel an oil dripping on you. You may begin to feel a fire or a heat. Some of you may begin to sensing an electricity in that part of your body. Raise your hand if something like that's happening. The pain's gone. Lift your hands high. Lift your hands all over. The pain's starting to go. Over here, over here. Keep your hands up, guys. The pain's starting to go. You're feeling something happening in there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All of you with your hands up, if you could come up here, I want to pray with you. I want you, you some of you who are, are, are pressing in for this weight loss miracle, I really feel like God's starting to touch a couple of you. There's a couple of you that's starting to happen right now. I want to see your hand if you're already starting to see like an inch or two, a little bit starting to go. When we testify about the inch or two, and then it, and then it causes the, the, even more to start dropping up. Look at this. Yeah. Come here. Let's, will you step up here for me? Thank you, Lord. They were skin tight. I just bought these yesterday or the day before. They were skin tight. Get a catcher, a catcher for me. A catcher, a catcher. <laughs> What else is happening with you there, ma'am? On my knees, um, arthritis, I'm old, but um, th- th- it's like juicy in there now. <laughs> juicy now, yeah, yeah. It wasn't juicy before, it's crunchy, clicky, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus, and thank you, Lord. We just say that thing's gone. Thank you, Lord, and we just thank you for the continued decrease there for her, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. What's happening here, bro? You have something, a problem in your chest? Like it? I think I had the third infection or sinus infection. Feel God touching it in there, yeah? yeah? Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we just cancel this thing. I thank you. Your healing fire is already on him right now. Stretch your hands out right now. I thank you, Father, right now. Everybody stretch your hands towards him. We just release complete fullness in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Anybody with metal pins or, or, or things in their, in their uh, right over here? Yeah, yeah. Where's it at here, ma'am? There's a rod right there. Can you fill it in there still? What's that? I I couldn't feel it. There's something where you would be able to tell if you could tell. Can you find it in there? I don't feel any pain in my hip or knee. You had that before, though? Yeah. I believe God can melt a metal rod out of your leg. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we're just saying everything's gone. Oi, 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 oi. We, we've seen entire uh, hips get get uh, turned into real hips. <laughs> well, with metal plates, metal pins. You know, what's happening with you here, man? My uh, right side, you called out a lady in the fifties. Right side, liver. I felt the warmth of Feel that touching you right there. Yeah, that's for you. Thank you, Jesus. We just, we just. 
fire in Jesus' name. What's happening here, man? I had a headache and pain in my neck, and I've had it for a couple months. <laughs> yeah, and they even... Did you have it earlier today? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, go to, go to, go to. What's happening with you, ma'am? I'm just up here to be up here. Well, that's fine. That's okay. What's happening with you, ma'am? I've had pain in my neck and my shoulder and my lower back for about um, three years. Do you feel anything happening there? I do feel like I can, I can almost fit my neck. You couldn't do that before. You didn't have that mobility before. Thank you, Jesus, for complete restoration of that mobility. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Anybody else, you're starting to get lost. You could feel some, some inches going off there. God's going to continue to keep loosening that. There's going to, we're going to see some more of that. Are you getting that, some, some of that there? Yeah. Look at that. Thank you, Lord. She's holding her hang on there. I'm going to catch her. She's just kind of bounce around with me if you would. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just continue to touch her there, Lord. And you, what, what's happening here with you, ma'am? I'm waiting, but we're lost. You're waiting. We have seven screws too. Seven screws. See if you can still find them there. I cannot tell. I Cannot tell is good in a meeting like this. You know, see if you can find him. <laughs> a lady about two days ago, she just lost about four or five screws in her ankle right in the same place there. Oy, 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 oy. Oh, thank you, Lord. Just put her on the R, on like a 45 record, Lord. Just an angel of change, angel of shift, shifting you into another, another season there. What's happening here with you, ma'am? Arthritis in my hands and my back, and I just feel like burning in my back, and being like, I'm able to close these fingers, which I haven't been able to close. You couldn't close those for a while, yeah? No? Wow. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. She says so she's closing her fingers, guys. You can't see. She couldn't do that before. I want you to keep checking your rings. Is there anybody you can you can tell something happening in your ring? I, I, I'd like you to raise your hand. Yeah? Over here? You're getting it all. You're getting the full meal deal. I just got these enlarged, and they're like. The, the ring itself is growing. Oh, my finger's shrinking. <laughs> I had quite a bit of pain in my back for months and months. And until you said something, I didn't even realize it was gone. I just whack him heavy, Lord. I just breaking burdens off, making things a lot easier for him. I just thank you for that realm of your bliss. Lord, I just thank you for that river of pure pleasure, Lord God. The intoxication of your spirit, Lord. That sweet, sweet, Lord, your love is more intoxicating than the finest of wines. Lord, your lips are like the finest wine. Lord, I thank you, Father. You brought us, Jesus, to your banquet. I thank you, Lord, that we can drink, we can eat at a table of rich things. I thank you, Lord, for touching him. I just life, health over your business. Fill him up. What's happening here with you, man? My neck. It's just. It started at the beginning of uh, yesterday, and it's getting better as I'm walking. The pain is going away, and I like to worship the Lord. I like to to jump in everything, but with this left knee. I have, you know, it's, I'm not jumping as much or, or, you know, I like, I like to do that, but I am more and more. So, so you're getting more, more ability to do that in their knee. Thank you, Lord. We just said the whole meal deal, the whole thing. Yes. Jesus, we just, Jesus, 
on that left knee. Thank you, Lord. Anybody with a right ear? I know Todd, uh, I heard Todd open some ears. The Lord used Todd last night. But if there's anybody else with like a deafness in the ear, that, you know, you didn't make the meeting last night or whatever, come on up. We'll take care. Your right ear? Yep. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, deaf to dumb spirit. Loose. Thank you, Lord. Pick her up for a second here. Is somebody else? Left ear? Thank you, Lord. Cover this ear right here. You hear that? Yeah. You hear that? Yeah. You hear that? Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Give the Lord a hand. Thank you, Jesus. Just cracking that in. Just whack her, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Over here, yeah. Left ear. Thank you, Lord. Jesus' name. Open. Left ear. Yeah, another catcher right here. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. Loose. Here. Right here. Here. Come on over here, man. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Oh. <laughs> While these ladies are down, we'll pick them back up in a second. Anybody else is testifying? God, God touched you. You're up here for a testimony. Yeah, yeah. Right here. What's happening here, ma'am? I get shin splints a lot, and I couldn't put any weight on my knee last night, but I can put weight on it now. You can put weight on that now, yeah? A little bit, but I can. Oh, praise God. Well, it's, see, it's not a partial healing. There's no such thing. It's the beginning of a, a miracle, right? God's starting to touch you. So we just release a continuation of that in Jesus' name. What's happening here with you, ma'am? Uh, when you called out this before, uh, I had a report of bulging discs in my back and my neck, and I'm able to turn it. There's no pain in my back. feels loose. I feel like shaking inside, like God's just readjusting. Thank you, Lord. It's loose at perfect peace, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. There's somebody else. Yeah. Back. Um, I had chronic pain in my back, but it's like 90 percent better. 90%. That's a lot. Thank you, Lord. Well, that little 10% doesn't need to be itching her anymore. That little 10%. Get off for a little 10%. Oi, oi, oi. What's happening with you here, ma'am? Chronic fatigue. Burning, yeah, yeah. That stuff doesn't like these meetings, you know that? Huh? Oh, <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Could you, uh, could you pick, pick, uh, pick this lady up right here? Which, which ear was it for you again, ma'am? Is right here? Yeah, yeah. Cover your other ear for me. See if you can hear the click, okay? Yeah, thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yo, yo, yo. Just keep just right back on the floor where she belongs, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Whoa, catch her. She's going forward. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Is there <laughs> anybody else you want to testify real quickly here before we? Oh, we still got a few minutes. Yeah, what's happening here, ma'am? Scoliosis, no pain, and scoliosis, and you have mobility now. Thank you, Lord. I just believe that scoliosis is gone. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Whoa. Thank you, Lord. What's happening here, bro? I kicked my thumb with a hammer, and now it doesn't. And now it feels all right. I mean, that's <laughs> Oh goodness. I hope you still feel all right. That was a pretty hard fall there. What's happening with you here, ma'am? Are you just with him? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, bless you too, Lord. Just give her the blessing. Thank you, Lord. What's happening with you, ma'am? I had a titanium 
titanium cage in my neck. You had a titanium cage in your neck. I couldn't turn. Like, if you can feel for that thing, see if it's still. Feel it. You couldn't feel it before. It, it, you were restricted. You believe God could melt that thing right out of there? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Thank you, Lord. Oy, oy, oy. Thank you, Lord. Titanium no more. Oy, oy, oy. Thank you, Lord. Just full mobility. I think of our full mobility in that neck that's here. You've done it. We seal it with the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. You just whack her heavy, Lord. What's happening with you here, ma'am? I'm just, I'm learning. <laughs> that's okay. You can learn. What's happening here, ma'am? We just praise God for the other. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Let's give the Lord a hand for just the testimonies we've heard already. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Anybody else got something you want to you share over here? Yeah, what's happening here, man? On Tuesday, the doctor told me that I had torn my Achilles tendon completely, and he said I would never be able to move it without surgery. He said you wouldn't even be able to do that. Well, thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Give the Lord another hand there. Thank you, Father. Anybody else had something here? Yeah? You guys are good? Yeah? Thank you, Lord. Right here, man. What's happening? All pain gone. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just thank you for that realm of the supernatural. We thank you, Father, for that realm of intimacy, Lord God, that it's hand in hand. Guys, that's what we're pursuing is intimacy and power. And we're pursuing power for the sake of intimacy. It's all about intimacy with him. And that place of first love intimacy is a place of sheer bliss. It's this place of perfect pleasure. Lord God, we, we just long for you. We want to sit under the apple tree and we want to eat the fruit. We want to eat the fresh apples, the fresh words, Lord God, the fresh revelation. And we raisins, Lord God, that fruit of soaking and patience and abiding in that place of your glory. I thank you, Lord, that under that tree, in that place of your overshadowing, that Psalm 91, under the shadow of your wings, in a secret place, Lord God, I thank you that your left hand is under our head, Lord God, renewing our mind with spiritual thoughts, and your right arm embraces us, clothing us in power. Lord, I pray, Father, that as we seal this afternoon, Lord God, that everyone, Lord God, would have a fresh revelation, Lord God. Boy, that their minds, Lord God, that, that our minds would be renewed at another level, Lord God. That we would begin to step deeper into normal Christianity, which is supernatural Christianity. I thank you, Father, that we would step further, Lord God, into this place of being clothed with power from on high. Lord God, we thank you that already... The glory of the Lord covers the earth. And Lord, we're moving into the knowledge of the glory. We're moving into the awareness of the glory. We want to see it around us right here. We want to see it at home. We want to see it in the 7-Eleven. We want to see it everywhere we go. But the glory of the Lord already covers and fills the earth. I thank you, Lord God, that your glory is here. 
And Lord, I pray, I seal this afternoon, Lord God, that we would move into a deeper awareness and a deeper consciousness of that God glory in our midst. And Lord, whack is heavy. I pray, Lord God, that we would move from bliss to bliss. Oh, from level to level. Just get us stuck in stage four. I pray, Lord God, that somehow we'd have to all have attendance. (laughs) Just to wheel us around because we're whacked all the time. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. How, How would every single one of you like to have your own little intern that would wheel you around? (laughs) Would wheel you around until they themselves had to be wheeled around. (laughs) Lord, I thank you for visitations and trances, Lord God. Even as in Mariah Woodworth Edders meetings, Lord God, corporate trances, people falling out, getting whacked from 50 miles away. Lord God, entire regions being covered and by that Shekinah, heavy, weighty glory, priests unable to stand. Lord God, that deep abiding, pressing down on earth as it is in heaven. Let it come. Let it come. This is our inheritance. This is our inheritance. Though we flick off those little orphan spirits on our shoulder, that's not us. Sons and daughters of the living God. Sons and daughters taking our bliss, walking in power, walking in authority and inheritance. New realms of intimacy and power. New realms of intimacy and power. New realms of intimacy and power. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, da, da, da. Let's just give the Lord one last hand tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're going to be back at 7, right? Is, you want to, do you need to announce that? Yeah. We're going to have a, uh, a dinner break from now, from 4 o'clock till 6 o'clock. They're actually going to close the sanctuary doors so that people can come in, get it all cleaned up. Six o'clock, the doors will open back up, and we'll be back in here tonight. So if everyone, as soon as you're able, can get up, we have dinner available down in the for sale, or you can run out to any of the restaurants here in the area, feed your body, come back in, and then feed your spirit some more. The doors open back up at six o'clock. So from four to six, it's a dinner break. Throw this book out real quick. I, I normally don't like plug a lot of products. I don't think Jesus was like, you know, oh get these scrolls at the back of the, you know, <laughs> at the back of the multitude. But but you know, I, I do believe I do believe in getting resources into people's hands. And um if if you've never read a lot of stories throughout church history about the supernatural. I mean, the, if the stuff I was saying today just was totally tweaking your box, people floating off of the ground. I mean, but this is, this is so been so common throughout church history. This belongs to us. It doesn't belong to, you know, Eastern religions and new age. It belongs to the church. And if you want to just get your hands on some stories, what it does is it releases precedent that builds our faith and enables us to rise up on their shoulders and go beyond them. So I would encourage you to pick up this there are other great books out there too for, for this kind of stuff, but get into church history, get this stuff. So I'm going to toss this out and uh, just, whoa, close my eyes. Whoa. Okay. And then also, uh, you know, we do have CDs back at the tables and stuff. Um, I, I would encourage you with this. Somebody was listening to our CD the other, other day and they, they listened to us the CD three times. And when she got home and weighed herself, she lost 11 pounds. Just listen to our CD. So that should clear the table out. Anything? <laughs> God bless you guys. We'll see you this afternoon, all right?
you can leave you can leave your stuff on your seats. That's perfectly fine. They're just gonna vacuum the floor. So dinner break from four to six. We'll see you back in here at six o'clock. Thank you. <laughs>